Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 25, Mother's Day. Yay! Woohoo! The season finale! I can't believe. I feel like we just started Season 3. I I don't feel the same. I feel like Season 3's been longer than the other ones. Not in oh, a bad see, way. I thought Season 2 dragged on. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, and I know that's your favorite, so I apologize, but not really. I mean, it does take like six months to do each season, you know, it takes a long time. Yeah. And that's fine. But I truly enjoyed this season. Um, I did too. It just, it feels like it just like was a long time ago that we started to me. Yeah. And also there were some episodes in this season and we'll get into this next week when we do our, you know, wrap up. Um, but there were some in this season that we did not like. Oh, I know. There were a lot more than I thought. You think? Well, next week, yeah. We'll Okay, yeah. so our next we'll episode is going to be the recap. So, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. We we will. Yeah, but for now, let's just focus. Let's just focus <laughs> on Mother's Day. Okay, let's do it. So, the description of this episode is... <laughs> On Mother's Day, the girls, who are all mothers themselves, recall past celebrations of the day. I like how they include that the girls are mothers in that description, like we didn't know that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love this episode. Yeah, I, I liked was, it. I was going potty, and I determined <laughs> that it was like right after I watched it, and so uh-huh. I was thinking about it, and I was like, I really think I like the episodes... When it's just short, like, little clips. Like, yeah, like SNL style, like, short little... Yeah, like the clip sketches. shows. Yeah, I really, really enjoy that. Yeah, I can... I'm down with it. Um, it wasn't my favorite one ever, but I did really enjoy it. Yeah, I, re- I really like it. I think, for me, it shows each one's personality, like yeah deeply and i think that's totally. why i like it so much well yeah one thing i liked about this one was that each girl got one scene mm-hmm. yes yes i i agree like even dorothy and um sophia's were kind of separated yeah yeah i thought that was really cool yeah, um as opposed sure. to like other clip shows mm-hmm. like each girl did have one so i thought that was cool yeah mm-hmm. i agree well, let's get into it. Some yeah. adult education. Oh, we're into it. We're in this Yeah, we've been in it. We're educating uh, where ourselves. Where have I been? I'm sorry. Okay. <sighs> um, this episode was written by Susan Harris, Barry Fanaro, and Mort Nathan. And it was directed by Terry Hills. Good job, Terry. Yeah. Um, so we have quite a few guest stars. Herb Edelman, Stanley's Warnock. Um, Lenny Green as a young Dorothy's Warnock, and must I say, she's it's, fabulous. Yeah, you said it. Playing her, 
And She's have great. we seen this actress yet play her? I think so. Um, I think so. Maybe once before. The one about the TV, the money flashback. She about yeah. the, yes, with the yes, TV. Yes, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We and we have seen that. Mm-hmm. She, I, yeah. And it's mentioned all the time all across social media how awesome she is at yeah. playing Dorothy's Bornack. Ten out of ten. You know, B. Um then we have Sid Melton, Salvador. Awesome. Also another great um, casting there. Um, Helen Klebe as Margaret. And who is Margaret? Who's the lady in the, um, the train, train station? station? Okay. Not um, the train station. Um, Blanche's mother. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Um, Alice Ghostly as Mrs. Zabornak. Loved her. Oh, 10 out of 10. Oh my gosh. Um, love that character. Yeah. Um, Wesley Mann as Jacob. Terrence Evans as the sheriff. Um, his accent, by the way, was hysterical to me. I know. <laughs> um, so cartoony. Geraldine Fitzgerald. Oh, fine. Anna, Anna, they need you back at the home. Um, they need you back at the home. Arthur Toby as rest home resident, who was uncredited. Uncredited, sadly. And this episode aired on May 7th, 1988. Now, question. Did we do... Did we do On This Day last week? Did we not? Because... Okay, so before you edited the document, it still said April 30th, so I looked it up before I saw that you edited it to May 7th. Uh-huh. And I was looking at... You know, what went on, and I was like, oh, these are some really cool facts. Like, um, like the biggest, uh, the world record banana split was made on this day. I but remember that. April, yeah, I know. And so I was trying to think back to last week, and I don't know if we did it, or maybe I just glanced over that facts or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. But if y'all did not know, April 30th. 1988 was um, the day that they made the largest world's banana split. Oh, no. Um, well, you, I'm sure we have a lot of banana split enthusiasts yes. who are waiting for us to share that. Yes. So, um, I'm I'm sorry. Yes, I apologize. But I think we must have, because I do remember thinking that it was Paul Paul's birthday, but not his birthday. <laughs> yeah, we always do. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, well, what was going on on this day? On this day, May 7th, 1988, we had the 114th Kentucky Derby. Ooh. And um, Winning Colors won with a time of, I think, two minutes and two seconds. Ooh. Um, a couple of songs that were popular, Terrence Trent Darby, Wishing Well. Very good song. Like, both of the songs I'm going to mention today were so 80s. And I feel like I say that every time. But it I did happen in the eighties, yeah, because it is so like a popular eighties song. But like these are just all I can see are like bright colors and neon and uh-huh. you know bold prints and I love it. And then um, oh, the next song is Natalie Cole, Pink Cadillac, um, mm-hmm. another awesome song. I never heard of either of those songs, but um, I haven't either. Very good, um, Terrence. Um, Darby has very, very nice bone structure. His jawline really? is, like, very oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> I love that. 
Yeah. Another fun fact was on the cover of Life magazine, we had a picture of Gone with the Wind, the iconic picture of Rhett Butler, you know, embracing Scarlet. Mm-hmm. And um, it was because at last the sequel to Gone with the Wind was released. And oh. I don't know if you know anything about the um, sequel, but it's not written by the original author. It's like a fan fiction. Of oh, they okay. Wanted it to end. And I've mm. read a little bit of it. Um, and I forget. I feel like somebody is sick at the beginning of it, and I can't really remember, because they kind of separated, Rhett and um, Scarlet separated, but um, I have not finished it, but I will one day. One day. That's cool. Yeah. And then last um, on this day, Stephen Hawking, um, one of his books was released, A Brief History in Time, and then Carl Sagan did the introduction to that one. Oh, fun. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's impressive stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you ready for some IMDb fun facts? I'm so ready. Okay, so some of these, like, confirmed things that we've talked about before. So, the first one um, talks about how, like, Michael's age, like, discrepancies. Mm -hmm. Um, So, when Sophia... Okay, Dorothy's son Michael is 22 in season three. Like, we talked about it a lot during um, Mixed Blessing. Mm -hmm, But when mm -hmm. Sophia and Dorothy reminisce Mm -hmm. about Brooklyn, you know, 1954... Dophia, Dorothy <laughs> asks Sophia to babysit the kids, mm-hmm. including Michael. Um, they talk about Michael screaming when Stan's mother was watching them. If Michael was a baby in the 50s, he should be in his 30s in season three. Right. There Which, was actually um, a post going around this weekend on Instagram or I think maybe Facebook about this and how... Mm-hmm. And the first season, he was 29. Second season, he was 30-something. Yeah, like, that would have made se- sense. Yeah, the fifth season, he was, like, 23 or something. And it was, like... Yeah. So crazy. What are we supposed to believe? I know. We <laughs> talk about this way too much. But I know, but it's... It is so on, bothersome. Guys. I know. And, and I this really, one's... truly think it goes back to being a millennial and how, like focus we are on those things because I know. we binge i know it's true um well the next one is very similar it's also an age fact um although it's widely believed that blanche's exact age was never revealed mm-hmm. in this episode it is revealed in a flashback that she was 17 in 1949 right. that would make her 53 when the series began and mm-hmm. 60 when it ended nice so, I mean, that's kind of honestly the age that I assumed. Yeah, I mean, it's not too hard to, like, pick it out. No. Now, what blows my mind, thinking about the Golden Girls and their age, and our age right now, is that our mother and father are, like, older than the girls were. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Isn't it, though? But, like, to me, they look older than our parents. Same. And I don't know know? if it's their hair, the style. You know, I would say, okay, I would say that they are older than Blanche. I would say that they're supposed to be, like, Dorothy and Rose are more, like, in their 60s. I could be wrong. But I think, I think that, well, you know, they have to be because Dorothy talks, you know, she was married for 39 years. Right. 
Right. So, I mean, you know, 38, sorry. Yeah. Excuse I... me. <laughs> I, I am so confused. Yeah, it's just, it's it just blows my mind a yeah. lot. <laughs> well, I'm really, like, inter- the, okay, the next fact is, like, kind of some backstage information, some tea, if you mm-hmm. will. So this one was very interesting to me to hear. Okay. okay, Lenny Green, who played a young Dorothy in the flashback scene, said that in interviews she was overjoyed to play a young Dorothy as she was a huge fan of B. Arthur's. Mm-hmm. Green watched episodes of the show to mimic some of her mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, according to Green, the filming of her scene did not go over smoothly. Green Mm -hmm. said that Arthur was not happy to be made up to play Dorothy's old grandmother. To compound problems, both Estelle Getty, who was famously known for her stage fright, which Mm -hmm. hampered her ability to memorize lines, Mm -hmm. and Sid Melton kept flubbing their lines. They Mm -hmm. they both kept flubbing their lines. Um, Each time they messed up, Arthur would get more annoyed, saying loudly, it's not going to get any better. Green said, however, that the audience found the many retakes and Arthur's increased annoyance hysterical, which eased the tension. Luckily for Green, the one bright spot was Arthur was impressed by her portrayal of a younger Dorothy, and thus Green would end up having a recurring role in the show for flashback episodes that showed a younger Dorothy. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. I know. Which I feel like, like, I understand B. Arthur's frustration. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like, it's okay, you know. Totally. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That kind of sounds like they're painting her as a diva, right? Right. But, and maybe she was, but mm-hmm. a part of me is also like, well, how annoying must it have been for the audience to be laughing at her, right. too? Yeah. Like, but they were probably reading it as her kind of getting into character as Dorothy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because Dorothy's face is always so funny, like, yeah. when she's annoyed, you know what I mean? And I don't know, and and I feel like this stems from her being the one pretty much in charge of not ending the golden girls like she was the one who was ready to leave because the other three stayed yeah and like i i it would be very interesting like to have known her or worked with her and like really seen like the type of person she was because like you want to give her the benefit of the doubt because she is such a great actress and stuff yeah absolutely you know Uh Uh-huh, for sure. That would have been a good... Oh, I would have read up that memoir. Right? Ugh. Right, like... I know. Yeah, I... I, Yeah. Because, like, hearing things like that does make you think maybe she was a diva. Because, I mean, she also almost didn't want to do the Golden Girls, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I respect that. Um, Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts because, I mean, yeah. how much can we really know since she's not here anymore? Right. For we'll sure. never get her perspective. For sure. What's crazy it's to so me, the Golden Girls still get, like, headlines. Maybe not right. now since Betty, Betty White's not around anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, in recent years, they still get headlines about drama on their set. Mm-hmm. Like, people just love 
to tell the story of women not getting along yeah, in those kinds really, of environments. It really reminds me a lot of Sex of the City. It reminds me of Desperate Housewives, too. Mm, true, true. I mean, four women. That's got to be hard, four women mm-hmm. working together. And, I mean, even the characters are so different. The actresses got to be so different. Yeah, and you know? honestly, like, having a difference of opinion and, like, maybe not necessarily getting along super great, like, those mm-hmm. things were blown up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, For was sure. it that big of a deal? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, I think what's hard for, like, the public to understand and, like, people who watch it is, like, this is their job. Like, this yeah. is their livelihood. And you yeah. got to be able to separate your job from your home life. And you mm-hmm. can't, it's okay if you're not, like, the person you're playing is not your personality. Like, that's what makes you a good actress, you know? And I think <coughs> that's sure. really disappointing for a lot of people, but as a viewer, you kind of need to say, okay, it's okay if they don't get along, you know? Yeah, yeah, Like, for of course, sure. keep yeah. it civil. Uh-huh. But it's okay if not everybody gets along. Yeah, and it's it kind of goes, like, with the something I heard recently on my Glee podcast, mm-hmm. they were talking about how a lot of people had issues with separating the actors from their characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, um, like specifically in Glee, like with relationships, mm-hmm. they were so upset that one of the characters played a gay character mm-hmm. and he's not actually gay in real life. Mm-hmm. And like, it really upset them that he was actually straight and that he wasn't the character that he played. Mm-hmm. And like people took it out on the actor. Right. And like, yeah, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, for me, I really love, like, I watch Yellowstone, and I love the character Rip. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not a huge fan of the actor that plays him. And not, uh-huh. not that I'm not a fan. He does a phenomenal job. But I yeah. have to remind myself that he is not Rip. I yeah, totally. Love Rip, like Rip, yeah. the man is awesome. Yeah, but the actor that plays him is so unlike Rip, and I have to remind myself, like, it's okay. It's a fictional character. Yes, it's yes, okay. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, totally. we can move yeah. on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> um, okay. Um, in the flashback in Sophia's apartment in Brooklyn, one of the pictures on her wall is the same one used as the wedding portrait of Blanche's parents in Wham Bam Thank You Mammy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we love a set um, uh, uh, observation. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, apparently, um, Rose's Mother's Day story is lovingly similar in part to the plot of the Oscar-winning film The Trip to Bountiful, which mm. was released just three years prior. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I, I, mean, don't either. I, I, I like to hear what things are inspired by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, this is one of the three times that someone other than Sophia says picture this or picture it. Who says um, it this time? In this one, Sophia's mother says it, like B. Okay. Arthur. Um, she says it. And then okay. the other times are when um, Blanche says it in Before and After, um, when she's talking about her and Tony Bennett. And then um, Angelo in his appearance, mm-hmm. um, he mm-hmm. said it in his appearance yeah. before. Yeah. Um, what? No, two more. Two more. Okay. Um... Alice Ghostly plays um, Mrs. Bornack Stan's mom. Mm-hmm. In reality, she was only a year younger than Arthur and only 10 years older than Steve, I mean, um, Herb 
Edelman. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though, to me, she looked a decent amount older. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I will say, I'm going to say this now, I felt that that scene could have been better if it had been played by a younger Stan and a younger Dorothy. You think? I Okay, I can agree with that. I think it would have made more of an impact. Well, I think it would have made more sense that a younger couple would be asking their mother uh-huh. for money. You know what I mean? And it, part of me is like, I wish it was the younger couple because right. then Dorothy could have known for longer how mm. she, how Stan's mom mm. actually felt about her, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. she must have gone years and years and years thinking that she didn't like her when she right. actually did. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Geraldine Fitzgerald, who played, um, Anna Eggerman, the bereaved mother Rose meets at the bus station, mm-hmm. um, later plays a friend of Sophia's in Not Another Monday. Yes. A very, like, significant episode in the Golden right. Girls canon. Right. Um, I like that actress. Yeah, a yeah. Lot. She has an interesting voice. She, she has a very distinctive voice, for sure. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Jenna, do you feel educated? I I do. I think that was a very long education we got there. I, I agree. I feel like we're super educated. But honestly, I don't have a crazy amount to say about this episode. I don't either. Yeah. Not that I didn't enjoy it, but I, I mean, you know, it's pretty quick. It went by very fast for me. What about you? Um, yeah, it really, truly did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's get into it. Um, so the episode begins with the girls in the kitchen. And basically the format of the episode is they're all waiting for their children to call them on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and every woman gets a call and every woman gets a flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of go through them getting called by their children. And then another girl will have like a flashback. Right. Um, and during this whole like this section of the episode, Sophia just wants to go to brunch so bad. Like she's <laughs> yes, so hungry she's and so it's hungry. so relatable. I know. Oh my gosh. I it's get like, that, okay, though. do I have time? Like, should I get a snack or can I, can yeah. I wait for this ha- to happen? Yeah. And my thing is just go to brunch. I mean, like they can call back, leave a message. Uh, well, they can't leave a message. There weren't answering machines back then. No? No. No. Right? When were (laughs) answering machines invented? I don't think so. Okay, so someone patented it in 1949. But I don't think they were... I don't think they were widely used. Like, how much were... Okay, they were $120. When did, did answering machines exist in the 80s? Um, not... Okay, they were a blip on the... Okay, in 1985, they were a part of 7% of households. So not really. Uh, Okay. Okay. But they would have called back, maybe. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can't wait around all day for your kids to call. Right, right, right. Yeah. Go to breakfast. Eat the brunch. Right. But... Interesting. That's so funny. Who who are we? Who are we? People with cell phones. (laughs) I I know. I I know. You're right. Ignorant. Ignorant. So um. So the first flashback is Dorothy's flashback, and I'm gonna say this now. This was probably my favorite flashback. 
I I really liked this one too. I wish I wish they spent more time on this. Like I wish they could they could have they could have had a whole other episode like dedicated to this whole I know relationship. But they do such a good job in such a short time of establishing, oh, like, do. what, what, how lovely, like, how much this woman thought of her son. And then they just tear it all down. And it's so funny. Yeah. Like, they make it so obvious, like, with how she talks to Stanley and how she talks to Dorothy. She doesn't care for Dorothy. She doesn't care for Stan. And the moment Stan leaves to make Dorothy ask her mother-in-law for money. Ugh. Awful. What a turd. But it's so satisfying that his own mother knows he's a yutz. And what's even more fabulous about this moment is um, at the end when they they leave and she's taking down the photos. I'm like, oh my gosh. I know. I forgot that detail. What I think is so great about Mm -hmm. Stan's mom and Mm -hmm. I think must be really hard for well obviously this would be hard like if you don't like your child he has no idea i he know has no idea that's a great move on her part like it you know is. it must be hard to and not like your like, own kid but he doesn't realize it no and i think that's so important as a parent like of course like i'm not saying don't love your child but i feel like <laughs> Your children shouldn't really know what's, I don't know. I've always felt you shouldn't, kids shouldn't know what's going on in your head. Yeah, they're, absolutely. you know? Yeah, like if you have, um, yeah, even, I mean, maybe not to the her extreme, but even Mm -hmm. if you, like, don't agree with something your child did, or, like, you feel like, oh, maybe that's not the best part of their personality, and not something that could be harmful to other people Uh that you should probably confront them on, just, like, maybe they annoy you or whatever. Right. (laughs) I don't know. But, like, keep it to yourself. Yeah. And she (laughs) does a great job with that. She does. It's so freaking funny. And, like, this ep- even the way it's filmed, this scene is really clever. Like that moving camera in the beginning where you see this picture of Stan, this picture of Stan, this picture of Stan, and it pans over to his face in the window. Like it's so cl- clever. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. So I'm, good. I'm a huge fan. And I love that they also addressed like, you know, mother-in-law relationships in the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um. I thought that was cool. And one last thing I'll say about it. I love when mm. she's getting the tea. She goes, here's the tea. <laughs> and it's just hot water for Dorothy. And she just dunks the ice pack. I know. Or the <laughs> tea pack really quick. Yeah, that part was funny. So good. Yeah. All right. So um, we go back to the kitchen. Um, and the, Well, I guess I don't really need to say we go back to the kitchen. The The next flashback is um, Blanche's flashback. Mm. Um, and she's visiting her mother in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that Blanche talks to her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just tell how much she like idolizes her mm-hmm. mother and like how much she was taught by her mother about being right. a lady. Yeah. It's, it's, that's really nice. Yeah. And I, I mean, she still, you know, talks to her like she's her mom and like like she hasn't grown up and she calls her she says yes ma'am yes i love it i yeah. think it's just shows how like you said how much she respects her and yeah i think it's very very sweet 
it's it's kind of interesting too. It almost raises more questions for me. Like um, Blanche, the way she talks to her mother is great, and mm-hmm. but then she also isn't very aware of her mother's mm-hmm. like mental state. True. She True. doesn't realize. I mean, and uh, who knows how fast her mother's memory loss came? You know, right? But her mother doesn't remember a lot, at mm-hmm. least in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But um. I love how she's pretty gentle with her mother and mm-hmm. tells her stories of mm-hmm. times past. And eventually her mother does realize, like, oh, wait, Blanche, I may forget a lot, but I remember every single oh, stunt yeah. you pulled. Yeah. So good. And, like, somehow this scene also becomes, like, a moment where Blanche can tell a sex story. <laughs> yes. Of course. So good. And her mom is just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Cool. She seems pretty, like, laid back, especially from the time that she came from. For sure. And, um, like you said, she just presents herself like this really, you know, classic Southern woman who, you know, takes pride on her appearance and, you know, how other people perceive her and how, you know, you don't tell people your age, like... Yeah. I taught you that early. Yeah. And just the way, even the way they introduced her when she Mm -hmm. walked in. She walked in, now take note, Blanche. This is how a woman enters on the arm of a gentleman. Yes. So good. Yeah. It's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, And I love the running bit of her, like, thinking that. At first it's sad, but then you, it's funny at the end where she keeps thinking Blanche is Virginia. Yeah. And she says, oh, I thought that was Virginia. Wasn't Virginia the slut? No, ma'am, that was me. No, ma'am, that was me. So proud. <laughs> I know, and her smile. I love that Blanche yes, smile. me too. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that was great. So good. Um, so the next flashback is Rose's flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rose is at a train station. She's going to visit her kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, because it's she... less expensive for just her to get a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, you know, them all getting a ticket to come see her. So, right, like, right, right. they figured that out on their own and they're from St. Olaf. What did no. you think of the little, the part where she's talking to the train, um, the train ticket guy um i thought it was okay i was kind of zoning out during it a little bit they just kind of had a banter and i mean it was i think I it, was funny. it was i thought it was funny when um you know he's talking about the the express versus the yokel. oh yes <laughs> he, yes i liked that she goes well do they take requests and he goes no give me the express i know like <laughs> so like i'll only go that way if they'll take requests like who knows what rose wants to request but onward saint olaf onward we go no i don't know yeah um basically the scene after that like because that's a decent conversation she has with the guy Mm -hmm. like maybe a minute or so Mm -hmm. um she kind of runs to the tent to this woman Mm -hmm. um and they end up gabbing about this and that honestly rose ends up gabbing about her life and how she does And time has passed and, like, it's been hours and Rose has just been talking her ear off. And the woman isn't, like, she jokes. Her hearing aid jokes were funny, but really you could tell that she's genuinely enjoying Rose's company. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, later we find out that she's been in a nursing home, so I'm sure she really appreciates that Rose is taking the time to, you know, yeah. spend with her while they're waiting for the train. And maybe, like, there's another layer there, because I totally agree with that. Maybe in addition to that, she also, you know, kind of sees Rose as, like, a daughter figure mm-hmm. for a second. For you sure. Know, like, her her daughter's not there, and, mm-hmm. um... She misses yeah. that relationship. For yeah, her. for sure. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to this scene? Um, overall, did you like it, not like it? Um, upper medium. Mine mine was pretty medium. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, not super memorable. Yeah, but I sweet. thought it was pretty bland. Um, well, but it did show, you know, Rose's sweet side and, you know, how she... Yes. And truthfully, I remembered this scene from this episode but i remembered it as like i almost combined the the scenes of her scene and blanche's scene right so i in my mind i thought it was blanche was going to be in the train station right because both of those scenes i mean i do like the blanche scene but both of them were kind of similar Mm -hmm. i don't i don't really know how but they had similar vibes (sighs) to me because i feel like you you're like really sympathetic sure yeah for the older women yeah they're both older they're both um uh maybe you know ending you know getting towards the end of their life and they're not having like the greatest mother's day like yes typical mother's day yeah i could see that sure so those scenes remind me a lot of each other but i agree in a way so it's kind of redundant i guess Mm -hmm. but i'm glad that each girl has her own scene for sure i feel like they could have put they could have done like dorothy blanche sophia so it would have split up yeah or even one of them could have have had a scene with their child instead i agree with that yeah i think that would have been my i would have liked especially I feel like Blanche should have a scene with her yeah. kids. She never gets scenes with her kids. And no. like, I know they don't have a good relationship, but I feel like that would have been interesting. this could have been a great time to explain maybe why she doesn't have a good relationship, you know? And I guess they yeah. kind of did yeah. that with the fact that she didn't really receive phone calls or she wouldn't. Yeah, I would have liked more. I would have liked a scene about that. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. But anywho, what's our next flashback? Um, the last one is of um Sophia in Brooklyn. Oh yeah. And this scene, honestly, like it was fun it's always fun to see these characters in the past. Mm-hmm. But it was a whole lot of nothing. It, I was just going to say, nothing happened. Like, yeah, there was, like you said, some funny parts. But yeah. why were they trying to convince her to move? Yeah, they didn't really explain anything. <laughs> like, yes, she was in a wheelchair, but y'all are in a high-rise apartment building. Like, yeah, and uh, like might not be the best it, place for her. Yeah, and like, why do they want her to move in? Because of her declining health? Like, mm-hmm. why can they take care of her better or something? Mm-hmm. Like, what why what and they're like yelling at each other which seems like valid and seems like that would be something that would happen but like what yeah what's the point i don't i yeah it it 
it was over before it started anyway. Yeah. You know? And is Dorothy living with them at the time? Like, is she supposed to be kind of an older teenager or is she with Stan or... Yeah, who knows? Like, I don't know. It was... There needed to be more explanation of the timing and why this yeah. argument was happening. Or even more of a lesson or like a theme, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like... I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of this one. Yeah. I think it's interesting. This one always sticks out in my memory. Like, oh, we're going to see old um, or young Dorothy Mm -hmm. and young Sophia. But then Mm -hmm. I think like, wait, hold on. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's that's that. That's that. Yeah. I wonder why Um, Dorothy or B did not like playing the grandmother. I wonder why that like bothered her so much. Maybe she was tired of being... Um, thought of as like the unattractive one and this yeah. would just be another like and and this is very like um guessing i'm guessing a lot and it's really superficial but maybe yeah because i mean i think it'd be fun to play i don't know An old like lady? a different part of you like almost like an origin story of where you came yeah from, you know <laughs> for sure i think i think it'd be fun but i'm not b arthur so you know, yeah. I see how it is. You do. I do. Um, so the episode ends with, um, <laughs> I love, okay, Sophia, uh, Michael calls Dorothy and then wants to talk to Sophia. And I love the back and forth where she says, hi, Michael, have you eaten? <laughs> well, I haven't. <laughs> Goodbye. That part. And okay. Okay. This happens at the very beginning with. What's her son's name? Michael? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, Phil, Phil. What? I don't understand no! that yeah, part. I don't either. The Queen of England? Okay, my... Like, who's catching on to what? It seems like it's like... I literally didn't understand. I feel like I should Google this, because it almost feels like it's... um, Like... Phil doesn't have a lot of money, so he's, like, calling not collect or something. Oh? Because he's trying to save money, and so he has to speak really quickly to get the message. Okay. Hold on. Every every year they catch on quicker and quicker. Okay. Phil is making... Okay, here we go. So, this is a blog post... From out on the lanai.com. Fabulous. Oh, I love that. Okay, so um he's making a collect call using a fake name, so that's why. I was right. Go me. Oh, okay, good job. So that's why he calls her um the Queen of England. Oh, okay, that's really funny. Well, that makes sense. You were right. I was right. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um. So the episode ends with um Sophia talking. I mean, uh, Blanche talking to Janet on the mm-hmm. phone because Janet finally does call, mm-hmm. and Sophia just gives up on them going to brunch and she starts to take out things to cook and yes. Dorothy's like, Mom, Mom, I'm feeling guilty. And she's like, yeah, okay, cool, because that's how I want to celebrate my Mother's Day. 
Right. Okay, well, um, I have one man to count for Blanche. Okay. Um, the man that she almost married on <laughs> Christmas gosh. one year. That's so funny. I know. I it's it, just listening to her describe him, it's just like, oh no. I know, right? Oh no. It it is. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the only man. Okay, so it is a odd episode. Oh, I, Jenna, I didn't even think of my favorite lady of the evening. Well, you better get on it. I know. Who do I want my lady of the evening to be? I know mine. Gosh, um, you know yours? I do. Okay, I am going to pick... I mean, my favorite scene was the Dorothy scene. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to pick Rose. Mm. Um, I loved how she kind of covered for the lady mm. when she was going to be collected from the nursing home. And mm-hmm. she, just to give her a good Mother's Day. I really liked the idea of celebrating a holiday with somebody who really needs it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I really liked that. So I'm going to give it to Rose for that. Nice. It was really sweet. What about you? Um, I'm choosing Dorothy. Ooh. Um, I loved, loved, loved that scene with her mother-in-law. I thought it was hysterical. Um, yeah. In a way, it kind of reminded me of me and my mother-in-law because, not that we don't get along because we get along very well. Yeah. Um, but, like, the scene, like, when they talked about, you know, how yes. she doesn't, like, Stan, it reminds me of how, um, like, Sam always, you know, you know Sam, he always gets into... Like, something's always going on with Sam. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. The running joke between his mom and I is that I chose him. You chose him. This is what you get. (laughs) I know. I I love those kinds of things. And I I kind of love the relatability of that scene. Yeah. It's very relatable. When, like, I love scenes where women are just like, gosh, I can't believe that we deal with these men. Exactly. exactly. And, like, you just know how much, how smart women are. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and willing to not take the credit for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with you. I loved that scene. I, oh, Jenna, I, if we didn't, if we picked people who weren't Golden Girls, I would have picked Stan's mother. Oh, my gosh. So good. Yeah. So what would you rank this episode? Um, I thought I was going to rate it higher. At the yeah. beginning of our conversation. Oh, no. Um, but, I mean, breaking down each scene. Mm-hmm. Eh. Um, but it you wasn't, like to I, watch it. I do. I do. I do. Um, mm-hmm. I like how fast-paced is and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, but, like, dissecting each scene, nothing. Not that nothing happened, because they were very, except for the last scene, um, I think they were very full of substance and, like, you know, yeah. about the girls and stuff. I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7. That's what I was thinking. Cool, cool, cool. Because I liked three out of four of the scenes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I liked two out of four, but I really liked the in-betweens, and I thought mm-hmm, there were mm-hmm. some good moments. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and I, I do like this episode. I won't say that I didn't like it. Yeah, it's good. But I, I don't love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it almost was disappointing in a way, maybe not disappointing, but like when you watch it in full, 
specifically mm-hmm. the scene the last scene like mm-hmm. with Dorothy the old yeah when you young really Dorothy and dissect old, yeah. that one it's like what was the point of this yeah and you remember this funny thing where oh like B. Arthur's playing mm-hmm. an old lady and lol but really it's not not a lot of not a lot of anything yeah so you know yeah that's how I feel cool well, that's how I feel about that um cool well what about your golden moment what was your golden moment um probably the blanche scene when she goes no ma'am that was me no ma'am that was me (laughs) (laughs) i wrote that quote down too um but my golden moment is not it's it's from that scene too but not that moment um when she i love when she's describing the guy that she almost married where mm. she said i was in the rexall when dick came in looking more <laughs> hands than i've ever seen him oh black motorcycle boots skin tight levis a match in his mouth and a white t-shirt with the sleeves rolled up to reveal his brand new woody the woodpecker tattoo god i was an idiot <laughs> No kidding. I love the self-reflection. No kidding. It's so funny. I feel like I'm finally to that point where I can look back and be like, oh my gosh, right. what was I thinking? I think about that daily when I open my Facebook memories. Oh, I know. And how frustrating that we have it at our tips that we can see what boobs we were 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Yes. And like, for me... I literally know who I had a crush on based on my Facebook status at that time. Oh, that's so funny. It's awful. It's awful. That's really, you'll have to, we'll have to dive into that um, when we're not recording. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I really try to forget it as soon as I read them. Yeah, I get that. I get that. It's so funny though, because I feel like every year I never remember... Oh, I know. You know, and it's like, oh my yeah. gosh. But anyhow. I know. What am I doing? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We love a self-reflection moment. Boy, <laughs> boy. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> next week, instead of a regular episode, we mm-hmm. are going to be having our season three recap. Yes. We're going to get into all the stats. We're going to dive into our ladies of the evening, our favorites, our least favorites. Mm-hmm. Our disappointments, mm-hmm. our surprises, mm-hmm. all that stuff. This is, I, these are my favorite episodes to record. Yeah, it'll be fun. Love wrapping it up. Okay, well, we'll talk next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you you for being a friend. friend.